What do you think, what do you think 500,000 plus people searched for today on Google? The answer may surprise you, and it's not even dinner time. Hello, hello, I am Lara Pareka, and I am glad you're here. Today I was working in my home office, and my a grown adult daughter, she's 19, walked past me with her camera, her phone in her hand, and it looked like she was taking a video of me. And I said, hey, what are you doing? Are you videoing me? And she replied, no, I'm looking for ghosts. <laughs> you heard me. She said, I'm looking for ghosts. Well, do you see any? I said. <laughs> and then she said, no, and kept walking. I think it's funny that she was finding an app that could help her locate ghosts in every room of the house. Of course, she didn't find any. But a lot of times we are curious about things like that, aren't we? What are you curious about? And why are we curious? I've thought about angels. I've thought about ghosts. I've thought about God, of course, when I was younger in particular. What are you curious about and why? And why are we always looking for things that are out there that are mysterious? NASA had an answer for that search today. So let me tell you, 500,000 plus people searched today on Google before even dinner time, searched for parallel universe. Hmm, interesting. Is there another universe out there that's parallel to ours with things going on that are parallel to things going on here? right here on Earth. Well, NASA says, nope, they didn't find any. Forbes magazine had an article on it. However, I was unable to read it because it popped up, oh, you have an ad blocker and you must remove that in order to read the article. So I didn't. (laughs) I thought, you know what? I know that magazines and online newspapers do not pay their writers to write stories. And so I thought, you know what? I'm not taking my ad blocker up. Add blocker off. If you don't want me to read it, then I suppose I won't read it. But I'm sure I rather trust NASA than Forbes magazine anyway, any day of the week. <laughs> so you're probably thinking, nah, there ain't no ghosts. And I would agree with you because I've never had an experience. Now, if I had, or if I end up having some experience with ghosts, then of course I'll change my mind. But for those of us that have never had any experiences like that, we're going to say, eh, there ain't no ghosts. What is there though? Are there angels? Are there guides? Are there, some people believe in multiple gods? Is there a God? Why do we look outside of ourselves for the answers that we should be looking inside for. You know, I was curious about the universe, divine creation, and God, and I wondered, you know, can you hear guidance? Oftentimes, we've been taught to pray when I was young. We were taught to pray in a way that gives gratitude and asks for things. You know, you're thankful for things, and then you ask for things. Thankful for something else, ask for something else. And I always wondered, you know, are you supposed to hear an audible voice? Are you just supposed to know the answer? Some people say go to a book for the answer. And that was always ambiguous for me when I was young. But I had a few experiences that I'd like to share with you. And maybe they can shed some light on some of these new ideas that we're talking about today. We all know that we have energy, right? 
You know that you have energy inside of you. Your body is alive because if you've ever seen a dead body, like maybe if one of your pets died or a family member died, you look at that corpse and you realize there is no life in it. So you realize that there must be an energy in us that is keeping us alive. And actually, you have enough electricity in you to light up a whole town. I mean, we have, like, it's been proven inside your brain, you have electrical currents going on, which is why if you hold someone's hand in a big circle, I can put, you can purchase something from those online science stores that is a little uh, battery operated conductor. And if you hold it in your hand and the person next to you holds it and everyone holds hand in a circle, the electrical current will pass through it to prove that you have electricity running through your body. So enough about energy. And let me tell you about when I was in my 20s. I was standing in a rented apartment with rented furniture. Yes, don't laugh at me. We had rented a furnished apartment for the summer in Fort Lauderdale, Florida because we were both looking for jobs, my husband and I. I had moved out to Las Vegas for a year, but he and I had reconciled, and we were in our 20s. We were trying to live in Fort Lauderdale, both trying to get jobs. And I was standing in the kitchen one day while he was out on a job hunt, and I got this message. It wasn't... I don't want to say it was an audible audible voice, but it was a voice in my head that said, it was, an, it was a knowing, it wasn't really a voice. It was a knowing telling me, directing me, move back to Las Vegas. And I remember arguing with myself saying, no, Fred would never go there. He hates Las Vegas. That's where I left him for last year. I was there for a year without him. I came back to him and now he wants to make it here. He will never go. And then again, the same knowingness, go back to Las Vegas. So I argued again with myself and said, all right, if you're, if, if you really mean for me to go back to Vegas, God, because I'm assuming this is God talking to me, then when he comes in, he'll be in agreement, which I know he won't. So there you go. So I go and sit down on the rented couch when my spouse comes home and I say, Fred, sit down. I have something to talk to you about. And he sits down next to me and he goes, what? And I say, we need to move back to Las Vegas. And to my utter surprise, as my mouth drops open when he answers, he says, okay, what? It was that easy? I would have never predicted in my wildest dreams that he would be okay to move to Las Vegas. However, he did. He did say yes. This was my confirmation that that little voice in my head was, I don't know, my God was my connection to source, to my inner true being, and what needed to happen for my future. Now, how do I know that was the right choice and the right uh, direction for me to go in my life? Well, that year, after that summer, we, we, that we packed up that same month, uh, we got back to Las Vegas. I was a classroom teacher, so we taught, I went back to school to teach second grade in the same school. They didn't even know I was planning on moving because it was during the summer that we had left and then come back. <laughs> That's another story. I had called to alert the principal that I wouldn't be coming back so he would have time to hire a new teacher. And the secretary says, oh, he's on vacation for a whole month. You can tell him when you get back, when he gets back. So I had more time. 
which I needed because I ended up going back. Anyway, here here's what shows that it was meant to be because when I arrived back in Vegas, of all the 26, okay, 28 years in the classroom because I taught two years in Florida, went to Las Vegas and taught and then of course, like I said, went back for the summer to Fort Lauderdale and then back to Las Vegas to teach for many, many more years. In those 26 years, I never had a year that I impacted more students that I was meant to be with those exact kids than that year when I got back there. There was Jaden, there was Susie, there was Billy. There was even a child who wasn't one of the ones that stand out that you know that you've made a difference in their lives. One of my quiet students named Shannon. Years later, I had had my first child I was at a restaurant in a casino hotel, fancy, fancy restaurant, waiting outside to get in for our reservations. And the hostess, who's then 22, walks up to me and says, Miss Wolf? She looked at me as if to say, I can't believe it's you. I looked back at her. Lo and behold, she was one of the seven-year-old students in my class years prior. That same year, that year that I was meant to be back in Las Vegas teaching. Yes, it was many years between that job and when I had my second child. Anyway, uh, so that's just pretty much to illustrate that yes, we can listen to that still small voice inside of us and it can make a difference in our lives. Who knows? Is it your angel steering you in a certain direction when you decide to go left and everyone was telling you to go right and then you find out that if you had gone right, there was an accident up ahead? Who knows? Is it God? Is it your angel? Is it your supreme being? Whatever it is, I think it's important for us to listen to that still, small voice inside of us for the answers. We can do things like Google ideas, uh, read magazines, and look for parallel universes. We can do like my daughter and go around with her little phone looking for ghosts. I have a best friend who we were hiking out in the desert in Las Vegas uh, near Nelson, and it was an old abandoned mine. And she says, oh my gosh, look, there's angels. There's proof. There's proof that there are beings. And I looked at the photo on her phone, and there were little sparkles around us. She goes, see, that's proof. Now to her, that was proof that there were alternate beings that had joined us on our hike. Who knows? Could it have been? Maybe. Is it for sure? Probably not. Who knows? All I know is you get better results when you look within yourself for those results, to listen to that still small voice. Can I tell you of other situations in my life where I got a leading to do something or say something and it turned out positive and it was meant to be? Surely I can. I can tell you of instances in my life. I can tell you of times where I was able to help others. Like a mentor of mine that I just felt compelled once to text him to pivot. I don't know why. I don't know what it was about, but I went with it. Another time, same mentor. I got a feeling that I needed to say, don't worry about what other people think. Now, why would I be so brazen as to send that message to someone when obviously he would say, what are you talking about? And obviously I would have to say, I don't know. (laughs) 
I only know that I'm supposed to give you this message. (laughs) Sounds crazy, yes, but taking the risk of sending the message and having it verified that yes, it was important for him to know that, hmm, makes you wonder. The more instances you have that verify that listening to that still small voice is right for you, the more you'll decide to listen the more you'll get quiet and pray and meditate and go for a walk by yourself and really quiet your mind so that you can hear such things. Are there ghosts? I don't think so. Is there a parallel universe? (laughs) Remains to be seen. But is there a still small voice that can guide you from within? I surely think so because it's happened in my life. Leave me a message if you're curious about this. You can always email me at laura at 7dailyhabits.com or you can leave a voice message right here on Anchor or if you're on Spotify. I'll talk to you again soon. And remember, listen to that still small voice inside of you. That's where the answers are.